he's good? All right. Oh, man. Let's kick this off. Welcome to the Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Hi. And John Girdler. Hello, fellow listeners. Oh, no, you're not, fellow you're not right a fellow listener. Yeah, you're right. You're the <laughs> I panicked and I didn't you're know what to say. The hosts. We've been doing this too the long for you to listener. do that. Hello, fellow listener. Oh god. You listen sometimes. Welcome. We're it was we're my back. Zach Brown impression. We're back from a little bit of a sabbatical. We got busy one weekend and then we had a man down earlier this weekend. Yeah, one of us was working on a book. And got hit in in the eye with a tree branch. <laughs> That's PHI, man. You don't need to share. You're looking that. for I'm inspiration just, in all the wrong places. Sorry, I'm still just baffled by that story of like that. There's a contact lens to put in to like help heal your eye. Yeah, that, they don't use eye patches anymore. That harvests is bacteria. Not that, that I was the one injured. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> John, it was your pick because we are still doing horror movies, even though we are good into November. Look, it's okay. Horror movies. They, they tr- transcend seasons. <laughs> they transcend holidays. the horror of holidays. seeing our family over Thanksgiving. Ooh, Ooh, that was deep. Too real. Too real. Let's keep it lighthearted, boys. Dude, you're next. <laughs> I did want to do your next, but I still can't find it anywhere to stream. Oh. Careful before we descend into a conversation we don't want to go into. Oh, is that the movie we're watching, John? What what movie did we watch this week? This week was uh, The Descent, 2006. I'm going to throw this out there, John. Weird pick. Really? No, not judging. I just overall was like, "Oh, that's unusual." I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed that you would pick this. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Why? What makes you say that? I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a horror movie. Yeah. Like, why did you pick this? Um, I think there is part of it was nostalgic reasons. It was one of the first horror movies that I have ever seen. Actually. Oh wow. So there's Um, a little bit of personal history. There is, and I at the time thought it was pretty scary, and and watching it again, I think it was scary in the sense of it's your typical jump scare movie a lot of jump scares there were some jump scares a couple of them got me for sure did you see this in theaters like uh no it wasn't at theaters it was like a halloween party when i was a teen Ah. how would mr and mrs gertie would they let you watch that in theaters uh they probably would have yeah six girls go spelunking in each other's caves only to get (laughs) murdered one by one (laughs) (laughs) Okay, honest honest confession. When you suggested the descent, I don't know why I just brain fart up to Wazoo. I actually thought you were talking about the movie The Cave, and I watched about thirty <laughs> minutes of the movie oh, The no. Cave, and then came to the realization that this wasn't the movie that you were talking about. <laughs> I and this I was, was supposed to be scary. Well, because I was the cave is not scary at all, oh, okay. and it's very it. stupid. And it's three and a half hours, but it's long. a similar movie. The cave is a group of spelunkers go into this obviously a cave, what? and they're hunted by <laughs> creatures similar to this. So it's one of those Armageddon Deep Impact type of situations. But I was watching it, being like, "Why the hell did John? This isn't even scary. This is stupid." And then it hit me. I was like. Oh, the descent is the one with the girls. <laughs> All girls. Well, hence the name of the movie, Mark. Okay. I, well, just, the I just misinterpreted. He was drunk. I, I was happens. a little tipsy, actually. See, it happens. <laughs> Where was I? I was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, by the way, I do recommend this movie over the cave. Just okay. throwing that out there. But maybe not above other things. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's give initial impressions. This is a good segue into that. Uh, Peter? Thoughts on this movie? So I didn't like it the first time I watched it. I was just kind of like, meh. meh. Hit me like a little too hard with the metaphors and the what two knots and stuff. And yeah, I was not a fan. In second viewing, didn't change really? anything? I'm actually yeah. surprised. I, I thought this was a Peter movie. Why? Because it's kind of like... it's Because Peter it's like loves a, watching young girls <laughs> die in caves. They're not that young. That's it's true. like a <laughs> one of those like not r- quite mainstream movies, you know, but like Ooh, short and packs got, a punch. This did get a lot of press for being all women. And like, at the time it was one of those movies that were like they were really hyping up that it was the scariest thing out there. It actually did get a lot of hype. I oh, remember. A lot of hype. And it was socially conscious for being all women. Although I'm not gonna say watching women get penetrated is necessarily new in horror. Um, Poor choice of words. It's not. It's intentional. (laughs) Don't say that. Uh, John, (laughs) obviously you you enjoyed this movie, I'm going to assume. I did, yeah. 
Um, it's super depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Which version did you watch? Yeah, I know there are several endings. Did you watch the unrated one? So I watched the. I don't know. Actually. What was the end? She. Yeah. Spoilers. We're gonna decipher yeah, which version we all watched here. Sure. So the end, you think she makes it out alive, and then she sees Juno in the car next to her, realizes yeah. it's you an illusion, the and then she's one. alone. Oh, then she's in the cave, in and the it's cave. the birthday cake thing? In the okay, so that cake, was yeah. the UK original cut. That's what I saw. The US version, which I guess is the normal rated version that you find on streaming, is she actually gets out of the cave, and it's not an illusion, because yeah. apparently they thought us US... Americans couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle the the mind warping realities that there are some holes you can't dig yourself out of. The cave. <laughs> John, the first time I saw this, I remember enjoying it. The second time I watched it, I liked the first half, but by the end, I was ready for it to be over, and I I can't really put my finger on it. I it's just something was missing. Is a little repetitive. Yeah. Um, and like the, it definitely relied on jump scares a little bit. But I think if you put yourself in their shoes, it's a genuinely terrifying. Oh, I uh, agree. Their shoes run a little small. It's a little hard to do that. <laughs> half of my notes, hold on. Half of my notes are about the CGI that's super shitty. And oh, then yeah. the rest of it is, I write, yeah, I write fuck that shit like seven times. <laughs> because so many of the caving parts, I was like, no, 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 no. Couldn't pay me. Couldn't pay You're me. You're not to a do spelunker. That. Well, I couldn't figure out: Are these creatures blind or not? Because they are blind. Well, they, are they blind. were dodging and posing up against the. They were facing off oh, the no, women. No. They're just daredevil. They're like daredevil. They dodge that shit. They hear it and they're like, vroom, vroom. I don't know. There's some clear evidence of them being able to see. Well, before we dive into this, let's go ahead and give like a quick thirty thousand feet view. So this is a simple horror movie of just. Group of thrill-seeking women, yeah. you know, rough, tough, ready to do whatever women, and they go caving and get trapped inside of an undiscovered cave where they are hunted by creatures that live within. You're good at those 30,000-foot view. I live, I live at 30,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> I think Big pictures. <laughs> did y'all, do y'all remember the story that was written? It was an online story about it was fake, but at the time oh, it the seemed so real. Pasta. Oh, the, was that what it's from? Yeah, it was a cre- uh, the creepy pasta thing about the guy in the cave where he's stuck. Yes. <laughs> so that came out. <laughs> I put my arms out for those listening at home. I, I don't like know why. Before but. this movie, maybe it was yeah, pretty yeah. old, but I think that added like having that knowledge of that story also added to some of the. Uh, or if you read the cave well, by H.P. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. There's Plato's The Cave, which is this whole psychological thing. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys, either of you ever been caving? Like legitimate caving? Yeah, like on my belly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've, so I feel like, that's why I thought it was weird this movie takes place in America, because the only caving I've done in America is super touristy. Like most of it is paved path and some dudes wearing super short khaki shorts and is like, see that stalagmite over there? It's a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> this is the difference. Stalagmites might reach the top. Stalactites hold tight to the <laughs> ceiling so they won't fall down. See that one over there? We call that one Homer because it resembles the Simpsons character Homer. <laughs> Ever heard of him? <laughs> but when I was in New Zealand with my dad, we went like legit caving. And while it was fun and it was quite an experience, I'm not going to do that again because I don't consider myself that claustrophobic. But there are points where I was genuinely just like, this is not my cup of tea. It's kind of that whole thing of like, if you're not really afraid of heights, but then you're, you know, standing on the edge of a thousand foot building. You're all of a sudden you're, scared of heights. You're going <laughs> to feel it. And that's what the feeling I get from caving. And like, not to go too much into this, I, <laughs> all I could think about is like the opening of this movie when they rappel down into the cave. When I went caving, that's how it was in New Zealand. It was literally a hole in the ground in the middle of a cow farm. And I walk up to this hole with a group of people and my dad. And the guy's like, who's the first one I want to go down? And I look to my left and my right, and they've all taken a step backwards. And so it looked like I took a step forward. And they were like, oh, way to be brave. And I had to rappel about like 100 feet down. And then, of course, I get down there, pitch black, nothing but my helmet light. And they're like, okay, we're going to pull the rope up. It gets stuck. <laughs> so I'm stuck at the bottom of this hole in New Zealand for about... 40 minutes 
before the rest of them get down there. What were you thinking about? This movie, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was one of those things where the atmosphere wasn't very good either because, for one, big, dark, scary cave. It's not a fun atmosphere. But because, like I said, middle of a cow field, there's fucking cow skeletons everywhere from those dumbass cows falling down in this hole. Uh. So what um, noise do you think they make when they fall? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably accurate. <laughs> yeah, you didn't think I had that. Yeah, one you ready. had that answer ready. <laughs> but yeah, just caving. Caving's weird to me. Like people that are all about caving and spelunking, I just don't get it because that's a awful way to die, in my opinion. Like skydiving. You know, if you're going to die, that's going to be pretty quick. You're not going to realize what's happening. Caving, you're either going to suffocate, you're going to have a rock crush you, and then you starve to death or some nonsense. Like, there's nothing. There's In the no, dark. There's no good way to go out while caving. I guess it's that desire to explore a place that other people have never been. <sighs> I guess, but that's some... that Save that shit for Elon Musk and his weird torpedo thing he tried to save those kids with. It's Yikes. ridiculous. Oh, man. But, yeah, let's get into this movie. What did you guys think of... Um, well, I guess I cut you guys off. Did you guys have any fun caving stories? I mean, my on my belly experience was like... like crawling on your belly? Yeah. yeah, I was pull the cars over to the side of this road, going up a mountain and walk a few, like, 100 yards in, and there's a hole in the ground, and you just kind of get in there. It's just... It's fun. It, it's It's one of those things where it's fun at parts, and then it's just... The overall experience, I just think, isn't worth, or for me personally, is not worth it for me to like do it multiple times. I'm more of an explorer and less of a thrill seeker. Like, yeah, splunk, like caving, splunking is a little more at your pace. Where like I'm not base jumping, <laughs> you know, like in that I I don't trust myself or anyone else with that. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm more on the speed of uh, the whitewater rafting they were doing at the beginning. Yeah, whitewater rafting was fun. But where were they rafting? I haven't seen. Rapids like that ever? I think it was Asheville, North Carolina, right? That was where the cave was, not the uh, the rafting. The rafting looked like probably somewhere in Europe because they were they're from Scotland and England, right? Yeah, they're not from around here. But that's a good segue though into this movie. So we open up with that rafting trip. It looks pretty fun. Which I laughed because the it looked fun, but the cuts they had of them going down the serious parts of the rapid. So many of the actors' faces was sheer terror, but then the ADR over it was like, ha, 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 aren't we having fun, girls? And it's like, this doesn't match. <laughs> I think I saw an IMDb, like, fun fact was that each of the actresses were from a different country. Oh, interesting. interesting. Oh, that is fun. That's always fun. But yeah, like, so the, so the, this is, sorry, <laughs> I the, just wanted to get to what this. What connected them is there's water in each of their countries. Touche. Oh, yeah. I didn't even catch that. Movie yeah. takes on a whole new oh. little nuance. Ooh, Movie details. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, this opening is so weird to me because, it, like, I get it. The whitewater rafting setting up—they're all thrill seekers, adrenaline junkies, and they like they love to do this together. But then it gets like the weird, you know, Juno, the Filipino woman. Uh, like falls out of the water and it's like the weird the other girl's husband helps her out and is like taking the helmet off it's like puts the hair behind the ear and then like looks over at the wife is just the like oh oh oops did we get busted yeah what <laughs> just starting that tension early yes, that wasn't <laughs> subtle at all yeah like i would have preferred that not been there and then the reveal still happened later that they were having an affair. Like yeah. that would have been more of a jarring, like, oh, as opposed to the entire time you knew those two were. Well, yeah, because <laughs> then thirty seconds later, you know, hubby and daughter are dead. You're like, what in the? In the final, <laughs> it's like you seem distant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, why do I seem eyes on the road, dude? That was like ten seconds off. I, it reminded me of, uh, did you see Disturbia, the Shia LaBeouf like, mm -hmm. kind of remake of Re Rear Window? That's the exact same opening. It's just the like they're driving along, having a conversation out of nowhere, fucking just dead. It scared me to death the first time. <laughs> yeah, it did I was too. ready for it this time. I loved, I was telling Peter, I was watching Peter watching that part, and I could still hear the sound effect of the pipes. It's like, <laughs> it's not like a loud bang through the window. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like someone's throwing cards at him. <laughs> oh man, yeah, gambit! It's a yeah. bad car crash. Oh man, but that's just a brutal opening. And then it's supposed to be a year later. They yeah. Well, then we get her in the cave. hospital, and she wakes up 
after she hallucinates and then she which was a weird yeah scene. i didn't like I'd that seemed out of place it gave me a 28 days later vibe that'd have been cool if that had actually turned into a zombie movie but uh kind of did well, yeah, kinda if did. they were human at one point but like i i think this movie was trying to be deep and not so much as deep as going into earth you know deep but like <laughs> saying something like the Babadook was about like depression and handling yeah. that. And this was something similar to like the grief, grief and stuff since like her husband died and then, you know, her daughter died and then her friend betrayed her and she's like trying to get out because when they were introducing you to the characters and they all meet back up in the cabin and they're talking and the one kind of butch girl who eventually she's like, I want to have a lot of babies like Holly, I think was her oh, name. Yeah, Holly, yeah. And then she goes babies. And then you just look at Sarah and everything cuts out. And she's like swig of my beer. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I loved those scenes because it was, you know, like there's, I understand what they're going for. That concept of like, you don't want to bring up certain things around certain people, but how they handled that was just like so awkward. It, it made it worse. Well, yeah. And even before that, when she was like, uh, what love each day or something? Just something Paul. Something said. Paul used to say, and they're like, "Oh God, who who invited Sarah?" Yeah. <laughs> no, but Go I love home, though. Sarah. But it's just like by saying, "I want to have babies." I don't think is that direct correlation of like, "Oh my God, you know, she used to have a daughter." And now she the used to have a Paul baby. used to say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they all. It's like she says, "Baby," and they all look at that girl. They're like, "Oh," it's like, "Calm down." Like I get it, sensitive subject. That's not that direct correlation. It's not like she was like, I hope I have a daughter and I can drive around in a car with her all day. It's like, calm down. And then through the movie, you're like hearing uh, Jennifer or whatever the daughter's name was. You hear her like Mommy. giggling and stuff. Mommy. Yeah. Mom over here. <laughs> like, damn it, Jennifer. <laughs> I was trying to think. But yeah, I just, I feel like it wasn't handled soft enough. You're right. But there, there were some cool like scenes in terms of like how it was filmed. I, I don't like how most of this was filmed, but I do give credit to some of the shots they used, like in the alternate ending where it's the hallucination with the birthday cake. That shot is really haunting. Like that was a good, well done, like just scene. Yeah. But for every one of those, there was a hundred just, I can't tell if someone dropped the camera or if it's just like a, they couldn't decide if they were doing found footage or yeah, like, like over the too. shoulder. Like they couldn't make up their mind cinematography wise. It so, was it was hurting. Peter, are you saying the cave is a metaphor for like the grief that she can't get out of? I, I did allude to that. Yeah, some holes we can't dig ourselves yeah. out of. But holes like, of okay, so you brought up them all meeting up in the cave. This is the most confusing introduction to a group of characters I've seen in a movie in quite some time. Like I told Peter at that point, I turned the subtitles on. Because I couldn't understand a single word these women were saying. And it was like every other word. It was just like, oh, yeah, we went down to the... And it was a lot of fun. I'm like, wait, what just happened? Where was that? (laughs) You mean when they got to the cabin? Yeah, when they got to the cabin. And I'm not going to lie, all these girls... I wrote My note was, white people all look the same. Literally three or four of those girls were the same person. Yeah, they, they I was having put a, a different Once clothes. they were in the caves, it was hard to tell. Like, I could yeah. tell Sarah, Juno, and Holly based off Holly's haircut. Right. Everyone else, though, I was like, wait. I who? think it was I think it's Sarah, the main girl, and Beth. I want to say Beth's who the took, other girl. She took the thing to the neck. She's the friend. Juno. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, is Beth the one? Oh, wait. Who's the other taller blonde I, girl? Yeah, hell if I know. That one looks exactly like Sarah. So there were so many scenes where it cut back to her and I couldn't tell who we were following. Yeah. You just had to see was the sadness well, in her eyes. Well, I'll, the way Does I she found look it... like she lost a husband? <laughs> well, the only way I could track it was the taller blonde girl was a lesbian with the shorter blonde Wait, are you girl. sure? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, because Juno was also kind of playing that way with Holly. I'm Juno is all over the place, but I'm like 90% sure that they were together, right? Not Holly and Juno. Dude, I don't the, know. But damn it, you're putting all I know is that they were always together. Tall blonde, they little were. blonde were always together. And so that's how I could tell. Okay, once I realized that, I could separate them. But come on, casting. Like, I know you got to go off acting ability and like fit stuff. You got to be in that room going, oh my God, all these girls look the same. It's not just the color of your skin, Mark. Didn't you not hear what John said? They're each from a different country. They all look the same. But they're all women. Praise this film. (laughs) All women. 
Oh man. So like getting back into this movie a little bit, the uh like in the beginning when they leave the cave and the entire time they're walking up, I like that there's the little hints of like you see Juno put the leave the guidebook behind. Yeah. And I actually give this movie a lot of credit because I hate this trope of people getting in the cars and they pull down the the sun blocker thing and the car keys are up there. Like, nobody does that. But at least you saw them do this. Like, you saw them do that, set it up, so it made sense later. Side note of just giving the movie props where it deserves it. The little, like, scenes of them getting to the cave and, like, quote-unquote, having fun. Like, I did not think we're that well It wasn't that realistic. When the girl came in with the pajamas and they're like, Ah! That made me <laughs> super cheesy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy that these girls were friends. Like, not relatable. Like, this sometimes is, the movies do that, and it's like, oh, yeah, my friends and I do that. But this was not. <laughs> <laughs> this we don't felt, do that. This felt more like a work retreat where, like, they kind of know each other, but not at an intimate level. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I wouldn't have said these were <laughs> lifelong friends. No, I wouldn't have bought that. Um, the But what I was saying, though, is they're, like, going to the cave. Like, I liked the hint of... You know, them setting up the book thing. They left the guidebook behind and them saying like tall blondes talking to short blonde. I'm just going to refer to those characters as tall blonde, short blonde. I'm sorry. Yeah. But she's like, don't worry. It's a level two cave. We're not going to be in any harm, which I don't know the caving system, but I take that as more than Rock City where everything's paved off, Uh but not like a you're legit like army crawling through rocks uncharted territory right we need a spelunking expert on we do <laughs> i don't know who mr yarbrough oh is mr yarbrough a spelunking expert that's pretty cool but i bring that up because they give these little hints but then none of the characters realize like i get it when they rappel down to the cave they're distracted by the beauty of the uh like that initial entryway which is super cool like that'd be a super cool place to just hang out but once they get past that point not one of these quote-unquote experienced like they've done caving before you know they're adrenaline seekers when this is a level no, two no cave. she did i think it was tall blonde but she did that later after they were re- after she was like this isn't like the guidebook and that was past the point of uh that initial entryway which i would have felt yeah. like well yeah i mean off I don't the know bat, i would have been like whoa 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 this is like advanced level shit. <laughs> well, that's because they blindly follow Juno just because she has some superiority complex. Yeah. Side note, Juno had a killer hat. That walk scene through the woods when they're like going to the cave, I want that hat. That was a pretty solid hat. Do you not remember? It was like remember. a cowboy kind of like plateau hat. Oof, I just couldn't get oof, over like budget it. Lucy Lou look to me. So it was kind of hard <laughs> to see the Lucy hat. Lou. That's mean. <laughs> but you didn't say I was wrong. I'm not because there is definitely some truth to that statement. And but it's still mean. Um, I also laughed that they took like a snack break immediately. Like they get into the first room in the cave. They're like, all right, that's lunch. Ooh. We made it through one passageway. Uh, time for a cliff bar. <laughs> they thought that was halfway. They only knew what was coming. I <laughs> That's towards the end of their trip, really. I felt bad for Juno, the actress Juno, because she was given the hammiest lines in this movie. And, I mean, I haven't seen her in other things, but it just didn't seem like she had the ability to get those across sincere. So Everything sounded sarcastic. (laughs) I completely agree with you. And I might be an idiot here, but what was that? Like, they kept zooming in on the necklace from the very beginning. I didn't understand what that was. Well, did you, at the end of the movie? Because she catches Juno by the necklace and then sees... Beth... When when Juno gets Beth in the neck and she grabs the necklace, which she'd like kissed or whatever, and then Sarah comes upon Beth and then hands it to her and she says, Paul gave this to her. And then it had the little quote, which was like, love each day, which was confirmation that, that Paul Juno, did in fact say that every day. Yeah, <laughs> and that Juno and Paul... We're fucking. Yeah. That confirmed that. Yeah, that at least, okay. I missed that quote. At least romantically talking to each other. Because that's why Beth was like, what's, you know, like, leave Sarah alone. She's been going through a lot. Oh. And then, then Juno was so like, we all lost something in that crash. It's like, okay. Wait, okay, no, actually we didn't. Maybe we lost our friend Sarah, but, like, you, you obviously meant Paul. <laughs> you obviously meant that D. Yeah. You you lost that D. We're sorry, but. That was, that was a weird line. But, like, so it was that line. There was another one where like she sit it's while they're having their snack break 
And <laughs> she's like eating an apple and like puts her arm awkwardly on Sarah. It's not like an actual friend moment. It's just like, hey, I'm sorry I wasn't there longer after the crash. <laughs> and then it's just like a motionless stare. I was like, this is, yeah, this isn't helping your case, Juno. Well, and she <laughs> back out of this, Juno. Get out of there. <laughs> and she was the second person to apologize for not being there more. And then the right. first person was like, you know, midterms. Oh, that was a funny way to introduce that she was a medical student. Yeah. That she was like almost a doctor. Was like, sorry, I couldn't be there for the death of your child and father <laughs> you or know, your husband. Midterms. <laughs> midterms were killer. <laughs> midterms really took a poll to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, Sarah. I, Ooh, did, it's did just that, a, it's just a saying. Did that bring up memories of the time you watched your two loved ones? Paul before? used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? He Paul used to say that every day before he took a poll, literally to the face. Oh, oh man. Okay, let's talk about like so as they're going through this cave. There's like six or seven moments when someone gets quote unquote stuck in the th- just in that position that like I had blankets over me and I immediately took the blankets <laughs> off. I was like, I don't like this. I like unfolded. I like starfished out yeah, on my couch. I was like, nope, I don't like this. That's one of those feelings that like transfers to you that you like, oh, like you feel like something's 100%. crawling on you if you, you know, bug and the same like when, idea. When Sarah's stuck in that K part that ultimately collapses and Sarah and Beth trying to calm her down, being like, you got to breathe. You just got to calm down. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. Well, You're not stuck. <laughs> that has a great <laughs> joke in it, which is how do you get a lemon to orgasm? You tickle its citrus. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That's the joke. I, I tried to British get it humor. too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Us Americans don't get that. Maybe, you said, how do you get a bald eagle to release freedom? You tickle its... T- yeah, I wonder if they say it like citrus or something. Maybe. <laughs> oh, that might be it. It's how they say citrus. Ooh, that's citrus. That's citrus. pretty clever. But... Huh. So, like I mentioned, that cave collapses. Did they mention... Like, was it... Did it look like to you they couldn't have dug that out? Because I would have tried to dig out that tunnel. Again, yeah, but that would have taken, way you taken some time from this movie. And we needed to go ahead and establish. It was all like hard rock, right? I'm not listening to that. <laughs> I don't dig that. Uh, but no, I, I mean, I, I'm ju- I'm genuinely asking. That wasn't a like, oh come on, they could have dug it. I just like couldn't really tell. Did you see one of them have a shovel? No, they had yeah. all had pickaxes though. Well, uh, <laughs> I also I, the exact tool needed for <laughs> damn it. <laughs> they had a backhoe and a crate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they were well prepared. I did write down in this part. My one note was just they are actually way too calm for the situation they're in. Because when that cave collapses, it's hey, they are revealed. This is an uncharted cave uh, that they sh- Juno wanted them to explore together because she's an idiot and and they're like they're actually like they're freaking out but they're a level of calm i would not have been they showed a lot of restraint i might have beat juno to death in that moment that is a terrifying concept because like one of the friends points out if it's unexplored cave that might have actually been the only way in and out and they were stuck there for all time yeah all time Mm -hmm. purgatory the descent. Wait, was that before? <laughs> was that before we saw the cave paintings? Yeah, yeah, that's before. Because they're in that initial room and they're having the argument of like what to do, and it's the <laughs> whole. That's when Juno reveals yeah. the that she didn't bring the guide map because it's an unexplored cave, and then she has that awkward moment with Sarah where it's the like, I just thought, you know, oh this would God. bring us back together, and I wanted us to name it together, maybe name it after you. It wasn't name even, it after you. It wasn't even a like we could name it after Jennifer, like your yeah. dead daughter, or we could name it after Paul, your dead husband. I'm gonna name it after you. When you die, Sarah. <laughs> in this cave. She's like, My daughter's dead. <laughs> I never got to eat that birthday cake. <laughs> the birthday cake. The uh so th- yeah, then this is the whole like they push forward and then they find the cave painting. Which 
Like, let's take a sidestep here. Let's talk about the creatures. I know we haven't seen them in this point in the movie yet. We're about 40 minutes in. Yeah, that's the other weird thing. We're almost uh, at the 50-minute mark. We haven't seen the creatures yet, which I actually have a side comment about. But have, Has Sarah not seen her she, glimpse? No, see, that's what that she was the thing one. I was getting ready to ask. Yeah. Was Did you, according to Reddit, there are a couple scenes like that in the beginning, but I was only able to see one where it was you clearly see them. Well, not, I shouldn't say clearly, but they're kind of hidden and then move before they see him later. You know what I mean? I kind of explained that poorly. Like <laughs> She saw him twice before everyone else did. Well, I know she saw the one where it actually like scared her, but I, according to Reddit, which is a great source of information and is, of course, flawless, they say that there's other scenes prior to that, that the one where she actually sees it eating, where they're like against the rocks, and they move subtly. S- subtly. I can't speak, but... You know Makes I mean? you like the movie a little bit more. Well, I was trying to look for it, and it, I kept being like one of those, um, you know, I spy things where I'm like, am, am I just not seeing this? Because I saw the one where it's her scanning the room with the flashlight, and you see it for a second, and when the flashlight comes back, it's not there. But according to Reddit, there are others. I didn't see that, others besides didn't see the one any. you just said. But I wanted to talk about the creatures, because what do you think they are? Are they supposed to... Cause, my que- I basically my question is: Do you think they're the ones that did the cave paintings? Like they were the cavemen people, and they just stayed in the cave? They look like naked Voldemort. <laughs> they look. I I actually say think they look like if Gollum from Lord of the Rings had sex with an orc from Lord of the Rings, and their child was that creature that was blind. Also <laughs> accurate. That's what they looked like to me. <laughs> Peter's visualizing them having sex, and it's blowing. Yeah, I thought mind. Peter was about to say something. I kind of cut him guys, off. Guys, I need to take a step away from it. <laughs> it's like that might be the hottest thing I've I'll, ever heard. I'll be right back. I got some uh, oh. rule thirty-four to get to. <laughs> but what do you think they actually are? I mean, I I think they're the things that could have painted the stuff you in think the caves, they're like, and they're just cave people. You think they're just people that never got out? Yeah, out of the world. Yeah, but they're they're like a creepy design. I don't think that, to be honest, I don't think they've held up, but I don't think it's the costumes department's fault. I think it's more of the how it was filmed, if that makes sense. Like the grade of film and how they keep changing between handheld camera and like over the shoulder and like different lighting and stuff doesn't play well with how high definition works now. So you can like really kind of see that these are people in get ups. That makes sense. Apparently, it took them hours and hours to get into their costume. Well, they should have taken a few more. That was a full bodysuit, and like some of the scenes, they genuinely looked incredibly like terrifying and real. And then others, like I said, just because of the nature of high definition, they just don't. It doesn't hold up as well. But I don't know. They're like, what did you guys just think of them overall? I thought they were fine when they were eviscerating Tall Blonde at the end of the movie, though. Oh, that hurt me. Well, honestly, I was gonna say I didn't see mouth connection with the abdomen to see the tears actually happen like that. So that's a little <laughs> unrealistic to Let's me. Let's get a replay of that. Yeah, yeah. Mouth never made contact. That's a clean play. Yeah, they need I mean, to, they need to challenge that. Taking out Holly's <laughs> voice box, I saw that happen. That oh. made sense. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, she was screaming, and then she wasn't anymore because she didn't have her <laughs> her trachea. By the way, sucks. By the way, am I am I right in understanding that they're venomous? What? Because how I interpreted, like, let's go ahead and get to that scene. Because they, you know, they find the cave paintings and they go through more cave and disorder, and then Holly's a dumbass, even and though she runs claims, and claims to be an experienced caver and runs toward what she thinks is daylight, but it's actually just light from phosphorus stag lights or whatever and so she falls down a deep dark hole and breaks her leg like a dumbass but later when they are actually run into the creatures holly's the first to go when it bites her at first like it bites her once and she kind of goes stiff and then falls down then juno goes up to her with a flashlight to try to wake her up and you see her pupils dilate which means that she's still alive well, yeah, I mean, but he I ripped think, her voice box out, so she's not making noise. Well, I know, but she wasn't moving either. So I took it as, like, maybe they're venomous. Uh, and I like didn't get they, that. They, if they bite you like that, they knock you out, and then they eat you alive, which is a terrifying concept. But, I mean, I don't have any proof of that. That's just how I interpret yeah, prove it. prove it. I, it just looked like that. I don't know. So am I, am I alone? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't share that belief. I, I did not get that impression either. So, but, uh, uh, two out of three say you're wrong. Oh, sorry but about that. The first time you see the monster was, I nearly pooped my pants. Oh, that jump scare was pretty, pretty good. It was like, is anybody there? And then, like, the handheld camera oh, was like right behind him. <laughs> scared me to death. Yeah, I, I do agree. We said it earlier. The, I think it, the atmosphere. Besides the actual feeling of them being in the cave and being stuck in certain small spaces, isn't scary enough for the subject matter. I guess it's trying to convey, because like when they're being chased by the creatures, it doesn't feel like they're in tight spaces anymore. It feels well, like they're, they're not just going they're through tunnels. Yeah, yeah, it feels like they're going through tunnels, like like carved out pathways. As opposed to, I would have been more freaked out if they had to crawl through some of those tunnels. Yeah. It was again. reminiscent of like the Mines of Moria. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I would have been more afraid if some of those scenes where they're running away from it, if they did have to crawl through another tight space again. And so they're dealing with being stuck and this while is perfect. it's crawling up and on then you. One comes in from the head side and then one's from the oh, foot and then they sandwiched. just oh. and then they pull them apart. It's like a haunted oh. house. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we're at the point of the story, though, where it's just like, you know where this story's going. They're going to get picked off yeah, one by one. hard rock. As far as uh, how each one of them dies, I do think Tall Blonde got it the worst. I, and that just is a personal preference because, like, so oh, actually, neck trauma, Beth getting the pick in the neck. And she's still alive. That that hurt Which me. Which I didn't get how she oh, was Oh, that was bullshit. Alive, she was should have been suspension dead. and disbelief. Well, I, I mean, if it doesn't hit her, you know, if it doesn't hit any major, but why wouldn't have they have killed her? Like, She's they not making Holly. noise. Well, they killed Holly. Well, because she was there and making noise. No, but, but I mean, like, like you said, they ripped out Holly's vocal track and then they ate her alive in front of Sarah. And I already told you these monsters aren't consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you listening? You put that finger down, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> See how they discovered that they were blind. Like all of a sudden, the they just knew. Did. The, How yeah, because they killed it, and, and they were short blonde. At its eyes. Because when Tall Blonde and Short Blonde were snuggled together, yeah. she did a stint in. Uh, I don't even know what that was. I remember this something. scene. However, I feel like they knew that before because they were like hiding and. Well, not, I think they like, thought they might be blind. They were just hoping they were. because well, like they turned off all the lights, and I think they were hoping just in the darkness the thing wouldn't be able to see them. And then when it actually didn't see them, while it was on top of them. I think they kind of put it together. Oh, they must be blind, which would make sense if they're in a deep dark cave. It would make sense that they're blind. They don't need eyesight. It's like and why uh, they're white, like the skin. Yeah, it's like those mole rat things that live in under the ground. But and the crickets <laughs> and the crickets <laughs> and the I wrote down a note of like how what have they been eating to survive this whole time? But then there's a scene that showed all those <laughs> yeah bones all the and, animal bones. So I like scratched it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like and I replaced that note with I'm a dumbass. Well <laughs> done, writers. You crossed yeah. this box. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, but like going back to the the deaths, the play by play of all their deaths. I like just the neck trauma by Beth was pretty rough, but. It's just the concept of being like eaten alive in the way Tall Blonde was like just hurts me at a cellular level. <laughs> and then Short Blonde, you know, like getting her throat Ooh. slit. Yeah, but Short Blonde did go out like a G. Well, sort of a G. I don't know what her plan yeah, was what? when she was like, I'm going to just doing? free climb across this uh, this ceiling here. <laughs> That's a pretty scary scene. <laughs> that was. As soon as what I thought was going to happen, though, when she pulled out the knife, I thought what she was going to do was grab the th the monster and then cut the rope and then drop with it and be like, I'm taking you out, motherfucker. But instead we got the, she stabbed him, but with that last stab, she's dead. And she's just like hanged from the rope thing. She didn't even finish the job. That's he's true. in the water with the knife in there. He's like, oh, it just pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Those dumb ladies with their dumb knives. Oh, man. But Sarah's a badass. Or she oh, yeah. became Sarah, one. Sarah went from like, oh, I'm scared. I'm stuck in this cave. To, My daughter's dead. John Wick in a cave with a climbing pick. Like, what the hell? She's snapping necks. Same with Juno. Juno went from like, I'm afraid of these things to like, all right, let's fuck these things up. Yeah. <laughs> like and low. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're with me, Sarah? High five. <laughs> snapping necks. It's like, what happened? Yeah, the scenes with them, they were like invincible. Yeah, that confused me. But uh, uh, speaking of being confused, so Beth gets accidentally killed by Juno. Yeah, 
But Beth, so and then uh, Sarah finds Beth somehow still alive, which I thought was going to end up being a hallucination. But oh, it ended up being it, it was her because she had yeah, the necklace. That's a good thought. But Beth's last words to Sarah were, "Don't trust her about Juno." Yeah. What would have led Beth? Well, oh, see, I don't know. You got stabbed in the throat. Accidentally, though. She, it didn't. I mean, honestly, she might not have known. And she also knew. Juno's... She also knew that Juno cheated on Sarah. Right, which makes Beth complicit. That in the doesn't affair. mean Juno's a murderer. Well, and why are we in this cave, John? Because Juno lied. But she's not a murderer. I go back to like. She left her though. She didn't try to save her. I'm not gonna lie. The more we say Juno out loud, the more I'm thinking of Ellen Page stuck in this cave with these people yeah. using like You're weird. Part time lover and a full time <laughs> friend. Come on, home skillets. Let's get through this cave. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't trust Juno. But yeah, that was. I don't understand Beth's motives. Like, I don't know. I mean, Sarah's not wrong to distrust her. Yeah, not to be a murderer is my point. I, I can see that she betrayed her trust. Are we forgetting any deaths, by the way? So Holly went out, Beth got it in the throat, and then eat, well, then Sarah hit her over the face with a rock. <laughs> well, out of a mercy kill, <laughs> which was pretty funny. I was kind of like, really? That's how you're going to do this? It's not going to be like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the best way to mercy kill, but picking up a rock and smashing her in the face doesn't seem like the, <laughs> the best way to go about that. And, and then we cut to Juno seeing Sarah. No, no, maybe that's later. No, because Sarah's Juno rising out of the lake with oh, all the covered blood. In blood. And, but I guess she had already given Juno a hand at that point. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, and not like that wasn't a metaphor for baptizing. <laughs> in the blood, Sarah also like. I I understood what she was doing when she's watching Holly die. Well, I guess Holly was already dead. When they're watching Holly, when she's watching Holly be eaten through the night vision camera, that was weird. That just felt weird. Like I feel like after a while, she just would have closed her eyes and been like, "Okay, <laughs> I know what they're doing." But you know, sometimes you're watching something so terrible you, you can't, can't look, look away. away. Yeah. You ever been to watch people die? But yeah, wait, so we've got, we covered all the deaths because Tall Blonde got eaten alive and uh, Small Blonde <laughs> died by like getting her throat Rip. ripped like <laughs> the Patrick Swayze move from Roadhouse just. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The, uh, so yeah, because it ends up just being Sarah and Juno are the, the final two girls. Yeah. Course, and then, what is it, does it look like they're going to get away and then it's. Sarah betrays her, or like, or was it just a spontaneous like? It was just the oh, moment. Hey. It was a brief moment of respite. Okay, because <laughs> I do know it was just like a oh hey bitch, and then it was the showing of the necklace, and then it was oh that was brutal, kneecapping her with the so she pick, can't leave, so she can't run away. Oh man, that's some that now, was brutal. If I was Sarah, I would have no taken fury. it. I would have taken it out of her like because I would have needed that later. That's true. Not just pick up the torch. That's true. Then we get an awful awful CGI scene of all those yeah. things crawling the roof while Juno's looking around. She's not even looking in the right spots. I rewound it. She looks exactly where they're not. <laughs> like they could not, they couldn't have fixed that and just moved them into like the yeah. spot. Her she staring was at her feet would have probably been better. So she's avoiding even having yeah. to look at her fate. Oh man. When said she attempts to track them. And- I, I, I told you guys, I wrote it down in the notes. There's a few scenes where the CGI is God awful. The bats. I was just about to say the bats. The bats, bats the when beginning. they first get to the cave, that's some Windows 98 shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> Birdemic. Yeah. Birdemic looked like Avatar compared to some of those bats. <laughs> like <laughs> it was pretty bad. But uh yeah, that that bugged me. But like we spoiled this ending already, but her falling in down another hole, but somehow that being the exit. Well, and I mean <laughs> Even if you didn't know right off the bat, the scene was suspect because as soon as she falls down and the light shows up and she's just like up in an instant. Yeah, she's and crawling. Way, you're way like, too quickly. okay, what? She's been baptized. She has. Oh my! She's gosh. been baptized in the hellfire. The hellfire, of Jesus. She finally yeah. climbed out of the cave and her grief. Ooh! By leaving that cave, she left her grief behind. <laughs> the descent <laughs> becomes the ascent. 
I do like this scene, though, of her running out of the cave, and I like it because it is the most realistic part of this movie. I, until <laughs> until she stops the car, because the moment that she leaves the leaves the cave to when she stops the car, I'm like, yeah, I would be sprinting. Yeah. I would be in that car. You would pull me over for speeding, or my car would run out of gas three states over after I'm doing 100-plus on the interstate. Like, I wouldn't have stopped. Like, screw that. I wouldn't have pulled over to cry. That would have been a adrenaline just, I'm still going, still going. Can I see woods? Am I in a city? No. Okay, keep going. <laughs> like, but I enjoyed that they had that where it wasn't like she got out of the cave and was like, oh, well, I'm glad I'm out of there. <laughs> and just like a slow walk out and it's badass music. Like, dun, 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 but then you see a creature over her shoulder. <laughs> What do you think? Ha- like, can they go out of the cave in the daylight? Yeah, they hunt. It's what. Well, yeah, I said. would imagine they go out at night. It right? comes at night. Do you, oh. I mean, you know, honestly, I, they're blind, so they probably just like feel I the took sun. It, I don't know. I took it as they would wait for deers and stuff to get close to that river to drink, and then they'd grab them from the cave or something, right? Which is terrifying that Which, they're out there. Again. I'm not a caver. I'm not a spelunker. I I don't understand these creatures' motives at all. But I feel like when they're in the room earlier and they find the room of bones with all the animal carcasses, in my mind, the exit would have to be close to that. Because uh, I can't wrap my head around a creature that would grab an animal and then drag it like 2.5 miles underground further to get to one spot like i feel like it would be close what to where you, they grabbed it if you were dragging the food to feed your young which we didn't see any but would but, you want to keep your young near the exit or would you want to keep them in the heart but i feel ooh, that's a good point but i feel like it still would be it would lean closer to the entrance than the rest of the area you know what i mean and we, I mean, we don't really know how much space they did cover. That's true. Like it, we don't honestly, know the size of this cave. Honestly, the length of this movie is too short to actually believe that they reached the other side of the mountain. That's that's true. That's I like. I want to use that to kind of segue into final thoughts, and then kind of how do we would fix this? Because like as this movie ends, I just kind of want to get your opinion of movie overall. Plus, like, which ending do you prefer? I'll I'll kick us off. I actually prefer the she's still in the cave that we get in the unrated version. I like the idea that nobody makes it out of this cave and it's just another like I don't know. I I feel like that has more closure to it and that I I don't like the illusion trope that much, but I feel like this is used semi appropriately cuz like we see her knock her head pretty hard. So it's not as oh, it was all a dream you know, feeling as it could have been. But uh, I I liked the unrated or quote-unquote UK ending over the uh, she gets out of the cave and lives happily, well, not happily ever after, but (laughs) she lives. What about you, John? Yeah, I agree. I like this ending, even as might be the most depressing ending of a movie ever. It's pretty depressing. Um, But I definitely think it was fitting, and it would have been weird for it to end any other way. Aha. Would have been weird any other way. Peter? Well, I too like the ending where she's still in the cave. And I think the more interesting aspect is, because that movie's a little heavy-handed for me for its like intended metaphor, but just to think that there are there could have been a group of people with all their stories or whatever and their interweaving lives and the things that are going out, you know, like small blonde, she's not going to be a doctor. Yeah, that is sad. You know, like Jennifer... Uh, well, I mean, Jennifer's dead. <laughs> she died uh, before they went in the cave. But Sarah, she's not going to get a cave named after her. So, like, instead of the Sandlot where it goes on to show what they did when they got older, this shows what they didn't get they to do. Could, yeah, they and like, could have been. Well, and all their little dramas die in the ca- like in the cave. Like, they just are no more. It's it's a similar feeling that I get when I like visit cemeteries. Or like, I never felt it more intense than at like arlington where you just see oh, all yeah, these yeah. soldiers graves and you're like so a lot of these people didn't have kids there are so many people that don't exist because of this and i like Yo, it's an a interesting haunting, part it's a haunting thought if everyone just dies in the cave and it just stays in the cave and there isn't like it i mean shit like that happens oh, yeah. scary what happens in the cave stays in the cave i'm right yeah. there with you <laughs> vegas <laughs> yes peter that is what i was referencing. <laughs> yeah 
Appalachian uh, Vegas, the caves. Let's. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> let's go into how would you fix this, or what would you change in general? Peter, do you want to start off? Do I want to? I mean, no. Um, <laughs> you guys act so surprised when I ask this. We've been doing this for too long for you guys no. to be this surprised. Yeah, no. It's just it's it's hard to know what I would exactly fix. Like I thought. Honestly, you don't have to have creatures in this movie. I mean, splunking, especially an unknown cave and all that stuff. We already had some tension. Yeah. You know, like the girl had the rope burned through her hand. That was oh, disgusting. Yeah. And that none of them hurt. were concerned. Yeah, they're like, oh, happened. you're going to be okay. Just sprinkle some salts on there. That looked awful. I wrote, my, my note on that was, dat hand infected. <laughs> that was my only note on that. <laughs> but yeah, like they were trying to have these characters develop to the point where they could ditch them once the monster showed up. And I mean, I just thought that's kind of a waste. We do live in a, you know, because that was like t- uh, 12, 13 years ago. So, yeah, you know, I th- there have been great horror movies that have come out since then. Yeah. So, like, I, I can't put it back in its time to be like, that was really good at the time. Too heavy-handed or whatnot. But, um, yeah, maybe less less creature and some more character. John, do you want me to go or do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I think they could have done a better job of making, and may- this is kind of what you're saying, more character developing the characters better to make me care more about what was going on and like the the drama between them or um being more upset when they were fighting like they were just yeah. kind of annoying and like didn't come across as that that they were good friends really to begin with and um I didn't feel that invested in them and even Sarah who's supposed to be the most likable I usually like to find a character that I like and root for it's kind of like uh, Sarah wasn't really that I'm- Mine was small blonde. Well, this is a hard movie to find That's someone to identify with. Yeah, small blonde was cute, and she was she was my favorite. Yeah, I couldn't identify with any of the characters. The only really. person I could got you know metal through his face. <laughs> Paul. That's so funny because I identified with Jennifer, so it's just. Like <laughs> <laughs> I I was fine with the creatures though. I, some I kind of like some horror movies where it's just like a slasher. There's something attacking people, and you yeah. see how they respond. But um, the characters were weak. So, I no, yeah, I, I agree with what you guys are saying about the character development. What I would have done with this movie, um, besides change the poster, <laughs> I'm looking at the poster right now, and like it's like a skull made of. You don't like, like that? Well, I like it, but when I saw that poster, I thought there was going to be some more like of a supernatural. Yeah, nature like a witchcraft. The, yeah, like it, it looks like a covenant. Yeah, that thing. looks like some sort of witchcraft, Satan shit thing and you know that's fine if that's the movie but the fact that it has nothing to do with it is just like oh look it's a skull but with the movie itself i would have had the introduction before the cave been a lot shorter they need to be in this cave by minute 30 like minimum by minute 30 and uh it's just it takes them forever to get there and the quote-unquote character development that happens before that isn't character development it's them making weird side comments trying to be like see these guys are buddy buddy when all of it it's like none of all of it's surface level like none of it is legitimate you feel like these people know each other besides they all know that sarah's husband and daughter died that's literally the only thing beyond surface level and she would bring that up herself right because that's something Paul used to say. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, you always make it about yourself. <laughs> but what I would have done was, like what you guys are talking about with character development, how I would have done that more is this movie, like the cave part, didn't shouldn't have been one day. They should have been in that cave for longer than a day, like lost, like show more of a passage of time, them being a little bit more delusioned and kind of going crazy from the fact that they're lost in the cave, Still have the creatures, a lot less of them, and make it more of a Jaws thing where, like, they see it once, then they just keep hearing them. And if one gets picked off, they don't see it grab them. Like, you you see them, like, disappear into, like, a cave thing, and it's, like, a them reaching out trying to save them or whatever, and you get, like, glimpses of the creature. But it needs to be more of a, like, they're wandering through. Blair Witch Project. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. So... Sarah sees them first, right. and then she tells the group that she thinks that she's seeing them, 
and the group starts, if they're in there for a few days, they start hallucinating to where a lot more of the Juno to Beths happen, where they start fighting each other, right. thinking that they're not, but it's really themselves, which is still the point the movie is trying to make. That's true. That could work. But I just think, like, if you spread it out over more of a couple days of them being lost in the cave, I think it can bring out more character development, and it's less them running around screaming and it's more of them being tired and lost and fighting with each other and maybe bringing up like bringing out personality traits that actually develop them as characters while having this constant fear of like, Oh my God, when is the creature going to show up again? Like, Oh shit, is it going to be behind him? You know what I mean? But that would take more effort in the writing. Mark. <laughs> that, w- that it would John, that it would. But, and I, I definitely think it should have still ended with them not getting out of the cave. Um, I actually, I, I hate this and I love this. I think it, the ending should have been some sort of reveal that they were passing the exit. Like they had missed the exit a couple times. You know what I mean? In their lost confusion nature and like kind of one of those reveals of, I don't know, something, something as subtle as like them throwing something into like a water co- caravan thing or whatever and then it at the end of the movie you see that it came out through this like creek and a boy scout troop is just walking right by right by and they're (laughs) just like let's go into this cave and that's the sequel (laughs) what about some kind of reveal that like the the cave um is outside of time and like the markings that they saw on the wall were actually markings they made and they they were trying to mark them they have to enter a number into computer otherwise you know yeah like not penny's boat Memento, no, like Memento, where they're they're having to write down like the exit strategy. That's their markings of how oh, to get out. There. But they don't know it's themselves. Then it turns into Lord of the Rings. The because we've been this way before. We're going in circles. We're going in circles. <laughs> no, yeah, but I, I definitely just think something like that could have brought out more, and it would have been more of a slow burn, constant tension horror as opposed to oh my god we're running away this creatures it's a nice change of pace from the slow burn though that's true we have picked a lot of slow burn movies this, this, time. this came out around the same time as hostile so it was like still trying to get in that that gore fest i felt oh it was well we watched the unrated version and that's pretty that was i think that's what was ramped up was the gore it no 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 like i i think the ending i mean they changed the ending well yeah but i think the other part of the unratedness is the gore okay, for sure okay, okay. Because, like, there wasn't any more nudity, and I, I imagine there wasn't any more, you know, fucks, because they didn't really say that many times. Yeah, and they didn't give any, so. Yeah, for sure. Ugh. I would have loved, I wish the unrated version had more more of an intense when they realized they're screwed in the, like, initial cave thing of them just yelling at each other. Like, just real British cursing. Like, that top-level cursing where you have to get Urban Dictionary out to understand what they're calling each other. <laughs> he said what? It's like, did she call it, what's a swamp donkey? Hold on. Oh, my God, that's what he called her? Like, I'm talking that level cursing. <laughs> Here's a question for you guys. Would you rather be trapped in the cave like they were in The Descent or trapped in the woods not knowing where you are like Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Yeah, Blair Witch. Maybe that was too easy. Of a you know why? At least I could think I see the sun. You know why? I would have climbed a tree and I would have found my way. No, I'm just kidding. Like, that's not how that works. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking with you. <sighs> nah, I just, the, the claustrophobic nature of being stuck in the cave would freak me out more than the trees. Although the nights <sighs> would be terrible. Rough nights, rough nights. Ooh. I feel so exposed. Yeah, but if I had short blonde there with me, I'd I'd have been okay. We would have yeah. we would have worked it out. You'd been like, honey, you're gonna be a doctor. Come on, short blonde, we got to get out of here so you can be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll learn your name. <laughs> okay, final <laughs> thoughts. Worth your free time, John. Yes, Peter. Why not? It's a short movie. It's whatever. Yeah, I think solely because of how short it is, I'm yeah. gonna give it a worth your it's free a time. Because I still maintain first viewing, I enjoyed this. Second viewing, I just think parts of it don't hold up. You know what I mean? I think it's kind of that I remember it differently than what it was. It's better in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> or I think it, I, maybe it was just scarier in my mind. But This is a perfect movie if you have someone you want to get close with, you know, who enjoys. No, I don't know. Oh. What does that mean? It's not a perfect for movie if you have a friend who's wife or husband or daughter or son has just died in a car accident by <laughs> poles flying through the window. So avoid that. Yeah. Ooh, it's going to be a hot topic. 
It's a tough, just tough about- conversation at dinner. <laughs> oh, let's invite Jeff over. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. It's been sad. Let's just pop in a movie. <laughs> so just, it's like, oh, shit, I forgot this scene was in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are the chances? It's exactly what happened to Jeff. <laughs> That's so, that's so stupid. I, we gotta end this. <laughs> okay, Peter, it's it's your turn next week. Uh, have you picked a movie yet? Or are you still thinking? I'm still thinking. All I'm right. leaning towards the green room. Ooh, that's a good one. It's it is. It's more of a thriller than horror. But oh, I but it's horror it. because it exists. <laughs> Nazis do exist. Yeah. The this is this is probably <laughs> one of the more true horror movies. That's a good point. Actually, more I think about it, I hope you do pick the just green the room. concept. <laughs> You're just playing a gig. You don't realize, but white supremacists. What? Then you see something you shouldn't have. Patrick, Shit! Patrick Stewart, skinheads. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Horror. Horror. The descent. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap it up. Remember, you can follow us on at TMFD Podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at TMFD Podcast. Uh, we will definitely see you guys next week and uh, look forward to seeing you then. Play us out, Peter. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, leave that, leave that out of it. Okay? Say happy holidays. We don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> holidays for Christmas. Everyone celebrates. Everyone celebrates Christmas. <laughs>